is Kristen from the M&K Productions podcast, better known as Miss Filmingo. Unfortunately, Mac is not able to join me for this episode. Today, I am talking to Clint Bentley, the director and just one of the writers and producers, along with Greg Quidar, who is also one of the writer and producers of the latest Sony Pictures classic film, Jockey. The film will be available in theaters starting December 29th in New York and LA. The film follows an aging jockey who is determined to win one last championship, but his dream is complicated when a young rookie shows up claiming to be his son. The film has received a lot of attention over the last year. The film had its premiere at the Sundance Film Festival and was also shown at the Toronto International Film Festival. The film also happens to be nominated for a couple of independent spirit awards, including the John Cassavetes Award, and for Best Male Lead from Clifton Collins Jr. with his performance as Jackson. Okay, I would just like to thank Craig and Clint again for coming on our show. It was an honor to speak with both of you, and I need to clarify for our listeners and anyone who listens. It sounds like I'm trying to say for one of the questions, uh, Clint, but I'm trying to say the word Clifton for discussing the acting performances that Clifton gave in the film. So I need to apologize for the uh, poor audio, how it comes out, and my fast talking, how it comes out. So uh, we'll do better next time. But for now, please enjoy the interview as well as this exclusive clip we're about to show you. And be sure to follow the M&K Productions podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and here on YouTube and wherever you listen and stream your podcast. So where about you from, anyway? Well, I was born in the South, but I'm from outside of San Diego, really. Why? I was just at, um... I used to know someone with your last name. What are you doing here? I'm hungry. No, that's not... <laughs> uh, no, you're in Phoenix. I mean, what are you doing here in Phoenix? I know a trainer. He said he'd give me work if I... Worked the bar, trained the horses. But didn't I see you in Remington back in June? And then in Houston before that. I'm look I'm not I'm not busting your balls or anything. I'm just you know, I'm just trying to understand the uh, you know, the chances of us riding the the exact same circuit. What's the question? I'm just saying if you need help, fine. When I got trainers saying that you're asking about me. And I see you at one track after another, but you never talk directly to me. Then that's that's gonna be my attack. Do what? Um, I'm your son. It's such an honor to be talking to both of you. So I need to say congratulations to both of you. So I got to ask the question off the bat. It's been a long year. How does it feel (laughs) to have it finally released? Because you started way beginning of the year at Sundance. And now how does it feel becoming full circle to let audiences get to the theater and say, I want to see Jockey? (laughs) It's very surreal. I mean, it goes back even farther than that of... We've been working, we, we spent three years trying to get the movie made before we, then we shot it in 2019, 2020, uh, and then edited all of 2020. Um, and then here we are in 2021 releasing it. Um, and it's just, 
it feels like a long time, but it also feels like just yesterday we shot it and it's, it's lovely to be bringing it to people to see it finally. Yeah. And like bringing a movie to the world as out of the pandemic. I mean, you sort of forget um, yeah. that, that, that movies will be shared in, in audiences when you're, when we're all in our bunkers, you know, you kind of imagine like, we'll just be mm -hmm. traveling in a caravan, you know, putting up, you know, <laughs> blow ups, uh, community, community. And so, um, so, so yes, like every, every little turn um, that's happened since Sundance uh, has, has been just a, a welcome blessing. Like we were just like, wow, can't believe this movie keeps uh, running like it is. And you've been having a great run at festivals. I've been seeing you pop up at so many festivals between having it at Sundance and um, I'm from New Jersey. So I had wow. the chance to even like, I worked for the Montclair Film Festival. So it was oh. shown there. So how does it feel to get a great praise from audiences? Because you, like I said, you've been everywhere at film festivals where it has been the most surprising, I think I, that you've heard uh. from audiences. It is interesting. Um, it, it's lovely being at film festivals this year because it's we're all getting back together for the first time. And and as Greg said, it really feels like a blessing to be able to like give give people a film to sit around and, and watch. Um, and then it's also been amazing this 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 little you know very personal film that that's very specific to the world of racing to see it play in places like uh, Poland and um, and and Zurich and Russia and, and all these places where it's just being embraced is, is really just amazing. That's fantastic. Um, so I gotta ask, how did this whole idea come about? Why horses? What <laughs> drew you both to this idea? It came from my father, uh, being a jockey. Um, and I oh. grew up in that world and, uh, and, and just grew up around these people. And when I became a filmmaker and was and was thinking about what I wanted to do as a first film, um, I realized that this world had just felt very untapped, even though there were films um, set in the world of horse racing, none of them felt like they uh, had really gotten the feeling across of what it what it feels like to be behind the barns. Um, and then so Greg and I just built it from there. Greg, could, we, could, could you talk about elaborate a little bit more on that bringing your own? Yeah table yeah you know we having come from documentary backgrounds it's so important to us to pull the curtain behind a world like the discovery of a new world is one of the greatest joys what was unique about this was clint had such a deep history but then he joined me on my sort of first journey um into the tracks and behind the barns um and you know really the first day that you know, the first morning that we had gone to a track in Houston and slept on the backside behind the barns and came at, came at dawn to watch the, the jockeys and horses exercise um, in, that, in that first sunrise, you, you sense the full potential of the movie just between the people and the place and the textures. Um, but then, you know, over the three years that, that, that we worked on it since, um, when you when you start with something so personal as as Clint's own family, it becomes an invitation to be vulnerable yourself and bring your own lives into it. And as we we wrote this movie for Clifton Collins Jr. Um, out of our friendship we've had with him over the years, um, he then brought a lot of his own experiences with his father and grandfather and his long lineage. And acting is almost like being a lineage of a jockey. 
and then um, the the more surprising thing for 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 me was that my wife and I adopted a son um, in the period that we wrote this film, and so much of that experience that that Clint also walked alongside our family through uh, also naturally wove its way uh, into this movie between the relationship between Jackson and Gabriel. I was just going to elaborate on that because this is a father and son story. It may. I'm not going to do any spoilers, don't worry. (laughs) But it is a father and son story at the heart of it. And Clint and Moises have such a magnetic chemistry right off the bat when you see them in that diner and restaurant. Can you talk about their connection and what was it like working with them and bringing them on this project? They, um, you know, they had worked together about 13 or 14 years ago on a project where uh where clifton played a baseball coach and and moises played one of the baseball players and then they kind of lost touch um until this movie brought them back together and 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 you're right it's such a it's such a delicate relationship um that they have to portray of of wanting to get close to each other but also both being very guarded and um and jackson going through all the all the pain that he's going through and trying to hide that but then also letting himself open up. And then, and then of course the twist that happened in that relationship. Um, and they just both handled it beautifully. And, and, um, and, you know, I, it, it was lovely to watch them um, kind of connect as people as they were connecting as actors. Did you always have been clipped in mind for the lead role for Jockey or did you have other people in mind or you said, no, this belongs to him? It belongs to him. It was, we wrote it for him and, and it was all along uh, his role. Well, that's such an honor, like honestly, because we're so used to seeing him play in supporting roles. So it's great mm-hmm. to see him as a leading role. And now I have to ask, the cinematography is gorgeous in this film. It reminded me a lot of what we recently seen in Nomadland. So could you talk about the cinematography here? Because my favorite shot in this film is about 48 minutes in. Oh. And it's this beautiful like sunset with blue and orange. It's so pretty. Could you talk about that a little bit? <laughs> Adolfo Veloso is our, is our DP and he's a master. Um, he, uh, he can do so much with so little and, and he can somehow blend um, a, a documentary uh, approach into into such a cinematic aesthetic um and so yeah the cinematography is amazing not only for the beautiful shots that he is able to get but also just in terms of the the elegant way he moves the camera and it was something that early on we we knew we were going to be shooting in natural light we knew we weren't going to have uh much in the way of lights and and we had a very small crew of only 10 people oh wow Um, and adolfo was really instrumental in in terms of the visual language of of how do we not how do we use these limitations and embrace them and and let them make the movie feel bigger rather than feeling smaller and he, he just he knocked it out of the park yeah he, he had two particular intuitions one um one to to you know it was very clear from the scripts and clint's vision that it was going to be a subjective story from clifton's perspective but with the camera you know adolfo really became sort of hyper-focused to draw closer and closer, like, let's see this movie through Clifton's face. And I mean, what a face, just every emotion um, can track. He can tell so many stories um, across his face without saying a word. Um, but then also, you know, that that Clifton as a character, Jackson is in the twilight of his career. And so let the light 
sort of to let this movie play in the twilight and the in you know in the morning sunrises and, and then in the sunsets and then also the kind of rhythms of a jockey's life is is in the mornings and evenings and then they rest in the daytime and so he he has so much story and uh, story insight um and then also like kind of these deeper rhythms of yeah, of the way a sun moves across the sky yeah. and how humans react to it. Like, I don't know how he does it. He works wonders with it. And my last question I have for you is, what do you really want audiences to take away from the story and film? Is it just because of the performances or the message or is it the whole shebang? Honestly, it's. I'm, I'm, I'm glad for audiences to see the story of a jockey because it was something that they, 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 uh, they haven't really had their story told, but then the other part of it is just, um, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a quieter movie. And, um, and I just hope it's a space where when you can sit through it and, and, and sit in the movie that when you come back out on the other side, your heart is opened up a little bit to the world around you. Um, if there's anything, I hope it's that. Oh yeah. And, you know, I, I think about just, you know, what, what places and people are, are hiding in plain sight uh, and worthy of our attention um, and worthy of our focus uh, and what and worthy of, of the of the lessons that they have to teach us. It's an awesome film and congratulations and thank you for taking the time to speak with me and my little and our little show. <laughs> so thank, thank you, you Chris, again. Chris. All right. Have a great rest of your day and uh, congratulations once again. Thank you. Thanks. Take care. Bye.